It's Mephisto. It's Mephisto. Who is it? If they don't show it, I'm going to be so upset. Who is it? Oh, it's Evan Peters. Boss said it wasn't going to be Evan Peters. He said Evan Peters wasn't going to be in it. <laughs> she recast Pietro? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so that's how they did it. That's how they did it. Welcome back to New Rock Stars. Did WandaVision just at Viv Quicksilver? I mean, either we just got our first official X-Men crossover in the MCU, or more likely this Quicksilver is not Quicksilver. WTF or Wanda the, the f <laughs> this is Inside Marvel. It's our WandaVision after show. We're talking about episode five. I'm Eric Voss here with Jessica Clemens. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Is it me you're looking Trying to for? harmonize like that I'm intro. Stop it. Okay, let's get into it. This is insane. We're going to explain all your big questions that you had from this episode, starting with why Evan Peters from the Fox X-Men movies, not Aaron Taylor Johnson from the MCU, is playing Wanda's brother, Quicksilver, on mm -hmm. WandaVision. And there were a lot of other things that we're going to talk about this episode. Tomorrow will be my in-depth, shot-by-shot breakdown of all the Easter eggs you missed in this episode coming up on YouTube. So uh, I got to rewatch it like five times to find all this stuff. It's a labor of love. Oh, and by the way, uh, I am wearing our new latest Obsession shirt, An Unusual Couple. It's awesome. It's got secret augmented reality Easter eggs in it. You can get it at NewRockStarsMerch.com. And if you get this shirt, you'll get the opportunity to write in a custom shout-out that will appear at the bottom of the screen in these Inside Marvel episodes. Some of the people who uh, supported us. Let's see, we got Viri Gonzalez, who says, I want to give a shout out to my fiance, Austin Drapal, or Drapal. This is part of Valentine's Day gift. He is a big fan. Oh, we love it when uh, couples uh, come together as a result of Marvel content. And uh, we just love seeing the love happen because in the MCU, the love is not happening. Uh, we just love love. We love love. Uh, also, let's see. Tanya Stargell says Mephisto is Ralph. It has to be. Uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that, I think. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where that theory's going. <sighs> we'll talk about it. David S. Anderson says, what about all the stuff that S.W.O.R.D. was doing? Is it possible they maybe experimented on Vision before Wanda got him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be one of the things we talk about later this episode as well. Because, yeah, that's a big... Huh? And uh, yeah, we are simulcasting this live on Stereo. You can get this app for free and follow us at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. And if you're listening to us on Stereo right now, it looks like we have over a thousand of you listening. This is the first oh time God. we've broken a thousand. It's because this episode uh, is time. so insane and every scene, yeah. every cut from the camera is important. And I was getting, and yes. it's the longest episode. It's 42 minutes. The other ones I are know. around Give like 30. Give me longer episodes. Give me hour and a half long episodes. I want Lord of the Rings extended cut, all deleted scenes included. I, I want a four-hour cut of a one episode. Give me it. I, and I want a director's cut, too. I want everything. And uh, if you aren't listening on Stereo right now, we are going to be doing a special exclusive bonus segment at the end of the show where we're going to be reacting in real time to the voicemails that you send us. And if you missed the live broadcast, you can catch us next week at 8 a.m. Pacific, Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. That's how you get it. It's free. Hey, Jessica, tell us what happened this episode. We have so much to talk about. I can't wait so we're now in the 80s if you guys haven't noticed <laughs> if you haven't noticed we're in the 80s we open to see wanda and vision trying to get tommy and billy to go to sleep they won't go to sleep because they're infants and then of course agnes intrudes and is like i can help uh wanda's like yes please while vision's like no maybe not and this is when we see agnes like get taken out of the the series do you want me to take that again 
we get those acting like words. We get those thespian words that I don't know. But once that happens, that's when Vision is starting to recognize that there's something going wrong here. Wanda's just trying to like overlook it, but Vision's like, Wanda's noticing something that she's not telling me. We see Monica going under some tests. She's explaining what uh, happened to her when she was in the bubble, explaining that she was like feeling like she was drowning, that she had a lot of pain and it was all grief, which is we will get into in a second yeah. um, at the briefing later on with Tyler Hayward Tyler basically says that Wanda's a terrorist and that she's doing all of this and it's bad and that we should destroy her while Monica is saying that she's not a terrorist none of these is pre- premeditated like aggression and that's when we get footage from S.W.O.R.D. headquarters uh, that Hayward somehow just got he's been sitting on this He's the yeah, acting uh, director, and he just got footage of Wanda breaking oh, into it. the he headquarters. He said something like, I, he just got permission to share it. But, like, he's acting director. Who's he got to check in yeah, with who's the per, Yeah, who's the permission but you? There's a, a board of shareholders at S.W.O.R.D. like, let's not no. release it. The stock price will dive. No, oh, yeah, the stocks. The stocks, right? The stocks. <laughs> the stocks. <laughs> and so he releases the footage which shows Wanda breaking into sword no one in the footage is freaking out until she gets into the lab and then she like destroys the glass the scientists like shudder and we see vision taken apart obviously being dissected and worked on and for some reason mm-hmm. Hayward took that as an act of aggression when I'm like what were you doing to him which we will get into. We go back inside WandaVision. The family now has a puppy. The boys turn from infants to five years old to 10 year olds. And Wanda begins showing wow. people her powers and she doesn't care anymore, which strikes Vision with, this is ridiculous. You promised we wouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. And Wanda's like, yeah. we shouldn't have to hide ourselves anymore. What is going on with her? She's going through tears of like, Vision's now starting to recognize something is truly happening. Back at S.W.O.R.D., yeah. Monica, Darcy, and we were trying to find ways to safely rent her Westview. Uh, that's when we realized Monica Monica's outfit was made of the material she entered the bubble in, which was her Kevlar yeah. vest. Yeah, Kevlar pants. Man, get me a pair of those. No one's getting shot in the crotch today. <laughs> so she, they realized that Wanda's just re-wi- rewriting, that's what she says, rewriting the material that goes in there. It's still the same material. Huh. It's absolutely real. It comes back out the way it went, or the way it like she changed it inside. Yeah, Jessica, can I just ask, can people in the MCU stop just picking up guns and firing them indoors without warning? Peggy Carter did the same in the first Cat movie. Just tell people in the room with like, hey, I'm gonna no, do a quick test here if you wanna so, put on some, no, some earmuffs, some people. noise blocking. It scares <laughs> people and we love it. Please. Yeah, I, I, I hope there's just a movie where they just do only that. Uh, give yeah. me a gun. And it's also like, just tell us what you're doing. <laughs> like, you could be yeah. like, I think this is made out of my Kavanaugh. And they're just like, shoot. <laughs> Rather than just steal his gun. Yeah, words before shooting. (laughs) So, warning before shooting. I think that's fine. So, they realize it's made out of Kevlar, which is great. So, they're like, what if we send something in there of that time period? Maybe she won't change it. So, they send in an 80s-ass drone. A big-ass 80s drone. And they're just going to go in there. But Hayward, of course, puts missiles on the drone that Monica doesn't know about and shoots at Wanda. Which is like 101 if you're an acting director that's truly up to nothing thing why would you entice it why would you harm yeah. what's starting the art it's i and why we'll didn't you tell it. monica again these sword agents the, they have a why? shoot first policy we're not gonna tell my partners or the people i work with that i have live ammo about to fire just talk about it on twitter i was like he is either the bad guy or severely awful at his job because there is like <laughs> when he did that i was like why would you think that's a good idea 
She took like yeah. 150 people hostage. You think a missile's gonna stop her? Off an 80s drone? Either way, Wanda (laughs) takes that shit seriously and she breaks through the barrier and throws the drone at them and tells them straight up, don't come back into my home. This is my, like, this is where I feel safe. Mm -hmm. Do not come back. This is your one warning. And then makes all the gunmen turn their guns on Hayward. So it shows that, like, I'm this powerful. Why would you want to mess with me? Which is true. Don't know why Hayward. This is why he's just stupid. Either way, on the vision ends of things, he's working back at his computer company. He's hanging out with Norm. He's setting up the computers and internet, and that's when they get an email from Sword about Darcy's information. And everyone starts yeah. reciting the email around Vision like a <laughs> like a scary horror cult. And Vision mm-hmm. is like, "There's something weird." Takes Norm's mind, suppresses it, and brings the normal Norm, who uh, uh, I forget his name, back to reality. And he's freaking out because his dad is sick. He's in a bunch of pain. He doesn't know where he is. He's freaking out. Yeah. So, Jessica, do you think that was a continuity error with last episode? How we saw that Vision Awakening written on the notes. Do you think they just like shot that out of sync and they thought that the 80s episode was going to come before episode four? What? Oh, okay. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> this is a brain I'm sorry. fart. Did I just break you? Here, I'm gonna put you back in the trance. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey. Okay. So back to the theory. Uh, back to my thing. No. Okay. So I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. And time is so yeah. crazy here because time in WandaVision is a lot quicker than time outside. It could be like an hour and it's like a day there. What if this doesn't make sense? Maybe. But what if that time when Vision awoke him? was so long ago in WandaVision, but we just got the information in S.W.O.R.D. Does that make sense? It, that, that's possible. There's obviously some time dilation going on. I just don't think, based off of um, Geraldine slash Monica getting ejected at the end of the 70s episode, the 80s episode didn't happen until after she was ejected, and that's yeah. where the whole uh, Norm Awakening thing did for Darcy to make those notes. I have a feeling that the, the, the ID board was not assembled originally in the outline of the sequence of events until later, yeah, but they might later. have moved it earlier to this episode to give audiences some desperately needed context, because they were worried the general viewers might have been like i don't know what's going on give me something please harm <laughs> isn't real and we knew this going into it but we didn't really mm-hmm. think about it until wanda <laughs> disturbed it yeah so they find a dog earlier in the episode yeah. they name it sparky because he electrocutes himself but it's an o- it's a ode to the vision comic books the dog sparky and the twins find the dog dead <laughs> And Wanda has to explain to the twins about death. And they're like, mom, you can bring back people from the dead. And she's like, no, I can't. Why would you say that? Like, life shouldn't be altered. Did you see Agnes, how thirsty Agnes got in that second? She's like, what, what, what? You can. I thought it was more out of fear. I thought Agnes was like, wait, what the hell? You can bring people back to life? Who are you? Yeah, yeah, we got to talk about Agnes mm. too. Uh, that's interesting. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I keep interrupting. No, we we keep talking. We're going back and forth. You are a jerk, but we are just talking. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, but let me finish. <laughs> I love you. So the twins are like now figuring out about death. They're figuring out their mom can do a lot of stuff, but the kids also have too much insight. There's too many times the kids are just yeah. like asking questions, and I'm like, okay, something's up with these little weirdos. Uh, <laughs> so back home, Wanda's cleaning up. Vision tells her about Norm. A fight ensues immediately, and they're interrupted by a knock at the door. And this knock is so suspenseful because Vision's like, You did this. And she's like, I didn't make the knock happen. And we see that white hair. And I go, It's Pietro. 
it's Pietro. And then I'm like, you did a little Sokovian roll there. Yeah, I do. Ooh, Pietro. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Please, mm-hmm. no one come for me online. And then I, and then we see that it's Evan Peters. And on Twitter, I went, I was like, of course, it's obvious. But when I say it's obvious, I meant, of course they did it this way. Why don't I think about this? It's a television program. Like, it's WandaVision. Right. Like, of course, they could they could recast anything. They could do whatever they want because it's a TV show in a TV show. And they did it. Ugh. A couple things. Uh, you doing the little Pietro thing. Did you notice how Elizabeth Olsen's uh, accent started to come back a little bit did when she was talking to Sword there? You are... I, Just a little I bit. noticed like, it. You, the, the, my mm. home. Uh, That's when I was like, oh, yeah, I forget she has an accent. That's what I like immediately was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I did love how like the credits were rolling over their argument. Like she was just trying to like cut to commercial yes. or, or cut to the end of the other thing. I wanted uh, Vision to like pick up one of those yellow credits and just hit her with it. And then she picks up one and oh, they start like jousting with like, he... like in Too Many Cooks, how like the titles become alive. Uh-huh. I was hoping that something oh, that'd be fun. like that would happen. It, this show is getting more and more scary. Like it's yes, it so reli- it's so horrifying. Well, to you and me, Jessica, we knew this was a horror from the very beginning. We were we've been frightened since you know minute one. I'm eating it up. It is a full on three entree from Panda Express. I'm going in <laughs> half chow mein, half fried rice. I am in it like it's so scary we have uh, a couple questions from our stereo listeners that we're gonna oh. take as we uh dive into the big uh, wtf this episode so just right off the bat let's talk about the elephant in the room pedro are they retconning him as like did the old pedro never exist and like this is the pedro that was technically there now i think that's how it works or yeah 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 what do you guys think sent pedro to wanda if wanda is the one who didn't call for him oh okay yeah what is our, our big question how, how are we going to encapsulate all this jessica wanda the f- i don't want to recast pietro and also is this our big cameo i guess that everyone's talking about oh, the when, big cameo. yeah i think it is the big cameo i think this is i think it is i but don't also, think so you don't i'll explain i'll explain okay so let's remind everyone evan peters played quicksilver in the fox x-men movies so uh the first one was days of future past in 2014 and then x-men apocalypse 2016 dark phoenix came out 2019 and then he did do a cameo in deadpool 2 that was awesome uh so he's been in those movies the pietro maximoff of the mcu of this marvel cinematic universe is uh wanda's brother played by aaron taylor johnson we saw him in age of ultron and he was see that coming dead. Um, now the Fox X Men movies did not include Scarlet Witch, but they were pretty clear that Magneto, Eric Lyncher, was his father, was Quicksilver's father. In the MCU, they really avoided mentioning mutants uh, at all in Age of Ultron because at the time mm-hmm. Fox had uh, the rights to those characters. Uh, and in this episode, it's interesting you may have heard Wanda and Pietro's parents were listed as Irina and Oleg Maximoff, different names, different names from even the foster parents in the comics um than than this so we'll see if that's going to be connected but the crossover is confirmed by this episode's own audio description if you play it on disney plus uh, you hear a voice kind of describing what they see and people from the show had to kind of like approve all that stuff and the voice says the version from the x-men films of pietro so they want us to make that connection this isn't just a coincidental this isn't just casting being like oh that doesn't matter that is an intentional connection they want us to care about therefore Jessica, I think we can say it. 
what we're seeing is the first official X-Men crossover I, in the I MCU. Think so I think so. We did I it. think so completely. I think this is, and I like that it's quick. So, well, it, I kind of had to be. Mm -hmm. Well, first, X, we're talking X-Men, not mutants, because it's like I the, the Fantastic Four are going right, to come with right. this. There have been mutants. You could say Wanda Maximoff is a mutant. Uh, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just they haven't so been this is the X-Men coming in. And also, I think it's good to note that like they reiterated so much in this episode that whatever comes out of that world stays the same. So... There could be, I don't know where the math is, but Wanda, if she is bringing people back to the life, Pietro could come out of that bubble with her. Absolutely. Now, um, we can't say this is for sure yet an X-Men thing because we don't know what this cameo means Real yet, top. but it does potentially open all kinds of doors. Now, the first thing we should say is that Wanda herself did not recast Pietro, as Darcy thought, you know? Uh, that doorbell rang, but I think Wanda seemed very sincere about not causing it. She admitted to causing other things, but this was something that she was completely caught off guard by. So... Peter's Pietro, Evan Peter's Pietro, is the doing of whatever force is really pulling mm -hmm. the strings in Westview. I think just by process of elimination there. Um, now, on one level, I think we can all see this as a clear meta joke by Marvel Studios, right? This is kind of like, you know, Jessica, you were saying this, this is what sitcoms do. They recast actors, pretend nothing mm -hmm. happened. You know, Aunt Viv, that's what happens. Yeah. It's it's messed up, but they do it. Uh, the MCU even did this with Hulk and with Rhodey in the early yeah. phase one films. And the way Evan Peters is acting seems to be like acknowledging that whole sitcom history. He's, he's playing it up. He's like the Fonz. He's like, who's the boss Tony Dance? He's like Uncle Jesse, cool uncle, hey. who shows up out of nowhere, you know? Hey, what's going on here? Give me a squeeze. Hey, give me a kiss. What's going on? <laughs> I loved when he entered with that voice. I was like, what is going on? What a strong <laughs> choice. Now, this episode confirmed that Wanda is rewriting reality, but she needs solid mm. matter to do it with, unless mm -hmm. it's coming from her and Vision. So she did indeed steal Vision's remains from Sword HQ. Whoa. we That was confirmed we saw that um but is she then using aaron taylor johnson corpse pietro and rewriting him to look like evan peters no i, I don't think so um mm -hmm. we could see this as evidence of the marvel multiverse finally happening now that disney owns all of the fox film properties marvel studios is retconning all the fox x-men movies as just kind of an alternate reality within the broader mcu multiverse uh, rumor has it we could be seeing a very similar thing with the next spider-man film bringing in characters from sony spider-verses mm -hmm. that used to be in separate universes like doc ock and jimmy fox electro uh and now mm -hmm. wanda's westview anomaly could be just like warping into these alternate realities in order to pull in those outside elements and just make them part yeah. of her world and if that is what we're looking at that sets the stage for all kinds of x-men crossovers in the mcu like there are rumors that the big cameo that paul bettany and elizabeth olsen have been talking about could be ian mckellen magneto patrick stewart charles xavier if this ends up being a more direct house of m adaptation it would be pretty nuts to see mckellen as magnus the ruler of an alternate mutant dominates the society um I don't think yet this is the big cameo, Jess. I, I I think it's too early in the season. It's episode five. We have four more episodes. That is true. Well, and I just mm. no disrespect to Evan Peters. Paul Bettany described this as like some thespian, some legend of stage and screen that he had always wanted to work with. Is that Evan Peters? <laughs> I guess it could be Sir Ian McKellen. Or anyone. There's a lot of options. I just don't know if Evan Peters is the guy. It's yeah, just too early. I, get, I think it's because in the back of my head when I was like, yeah, Evan Peters is going to be in it. And you were like, allegedly. And I was like, okay, so he might not be in it. And so I, I thought yeah, so was. hard that like, he's not, he might not be in it. We're just like. 
He just wasn't confirmed, is. you know, and we couldn't, yeah. uh, Marvel would never uh, say it. <laughs> what if Paul Bettany is like, this is my strong thespian. Uh, yeah. I see where you're coming from because Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen are phenomenal actors that I feel like they'd be like, yeah, we're on the same plane with Evan Peters. And right now, I think Quicksilver is kind of breaking the internet, but not to the extent of Mark Hamill's cameo in the Mandalorian final episode. Like, people are watching this being like, mm-hmm. wait, 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 wasn't that guy in the other movies? And then they're coming here to New Rockstars. We're kind of trying to figure it out with you guys but like mm. it's this is not when you see mark hamill's face and uh, rescuing baby yoda mm. everyone knows what that means everyone yeah, knows who it that was is immediately so it would need to be someone who's immediately recognizable to everyone that's watching. true well the only person it could be is magneto <laughs> <laughs> that's Which, that's why I'm thinking yeah, or just I an mean, actor an actor if it's like someone like freaking you know Jim Carrey or Daniel Day Lewis or someone insane oh my like then people are like what is he doing in the show that would break the internet you know <laughs> George Clooney just shows up <laughs> yeah, Clooney <laughs> Clooney there is some kind of mutant connection going on here uh, Vision was reading Charles Darwin's mm. The Descent of Man which yeah. I think that could have been a nod to human evolution right mutants are yes. replacing man that's kind of the classic debate there the other alternative Peter Pietro could maybe just be a trick that's being played on Wanda, a deceit. I said like Marvel that Studios beginning. is just using Evan Peters as maybe the promise of a future multiverse explosion in upcoming titles, but it's not happening yet. Uh, because, again, to use Quicksilver's words classically, Wanda didn't see that one coming, you know? Evan <laughs> Peters Pietro rang that doorbell. Wanda did not call him there. He came on some other orders. Mm-hmm. Um, so using that assumption, this Pietro could be a kind of mask or a puppet, a shape-shifted form of whatever darker entity is doing this to Wanda, maybe just trying to keep her calm by using her resurrected brother now that Resurrected Vision isn't really doing the trick. They're fighting. So now they bring in the brother to try to keep her tame. Well, that's the that's the thing. That's why I think she did bring Pietro in there because he, everyone's been acknowledging like, I'm in so much pain. And then when, when Monica was like, it's all grief. It's obvious that they're feeling the pain that Wanda mm. is feeling. And so yeah. when she was like, I didn't do that. I think those are like the pieces that we're getting that she's unconsciously doing. Okay. Yeah, I think she's like, I want my the man of my love, the love of my life is fighting with me. He doesn't want to stay in this home that I made for him. I'm trying to protect him. He doesn't know that he's dead on the outside of this bubble. Who is the next person that can comfort me? And that's when Pietro comes to the door. If it is just Wanda's subconscious that's creating yeah. these things. That kind of takes away this whole seeming misdirect of Hayward being so gung-ho on her being the villain. That feels mm-hmm. like classic storytelling setup of make this make the audience feel like this person's yeah. a villain. Feel like we're only in episode five right now. We have four more episodes in order to subvert expectations. And we know Agnes is cooking up something on the side. You know, <laughs> so I feel like there's some other malevolent entity that is at work here. I get it, but it's also just like that emotion is so raw and sad that it's like yeah i guess it's like hayward's like see she is the villain but it's like no she's heartbroken and you guys were dissecting the love of her life and also Mm -hmm. we don't talk about how the hell did she figure out that he was at sword headquarters that might have something to do with why she looked at hayward the way she did when she was like again and like stared directly at him yeah she must erect every other uh government building before she got the sword it's looking also for him. in the videos <laughs> when she's ripping the doors apart everyone around in the other videos are just walking normally so i was like why is everybody acting cool about wanda just walking through this place but i think emotionally she's just so wrecked that it makes sense why 
She'd go, this person has the powers to like destroy Thanos and she's heartbroken and dealing emotionally and mentally with everything. I think all this is true, Jessica. I think this is very much part of uh, Wanda's character development is like in order to get to the point where she is kind of this like antagonistic figure, but she's not doing it alone. Like, why Mm -hmm. are they setting up all these other things on the side then? If it were just a story about a uh, an Avenger who's having a meltdown, a psionic meltdown, a true House of M thing, and if it was just House of M, why are you bringing up these other mysterious things? Why aren't you giving us answers on those things way earlier on and this is why i'm like hayward is definitely a part of the problem he definitely is doing something he is is he is enticing a lot of it even if he's like if his motives he thinks are like it's not it's not the same as killmonger not the same as killmonger but i'm saying he probably thinks he's doing right his intentions Mm -hmm. are probably like i need to do what's right for the world but it's like you're trying to create an enemy out of wanda maximoff which worked in Watchmen, but I don't think it's going to work in this. Watchmen no. the 2006, uh, not Watchmen and, uh, the, the TV series. And there is also something unknown inside Westview. There's like a couple things unknown inside Westview. There that, is. Uh, it's not just like Wanda's subconscious. They, these are cognitive actors who are making choices that are trying to subvert her or trying to use her or exploit her in some way. But... Jessica, we have to address the fact yeah. that this is Aaron, this is Evan Peters. This is a guy we've oh, seen yeah, play we... Quicksilver before. So that is what people are confused about. Why, whoever is doing this, why are they using that face? Why are they using Evan Peters? This uh, tells us that whatever this entity is, whether it's Wanda subconscious or whether it's something else, they must have access to a kind of multiverse. I'm thinking it might be that they pulled, they had to pull a Quicksilver sleeve, but they had to pull it from a reality where Quicksilver was still alive. And this version of Quicksilver in these Fox X-Men movies has been one that has been progressing through the decades. Like uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Days of Future Past was in the 70s. Apocalypse was in the 80s. Uh, And the version of Pietro we're seeing now is kind of like that Sweet Dreams version of Quicksilver in Mm X-Men Apocalypse. And then he was only ever in the uh, Dark Phoenix movie uh, where I feel like he was a bit wasted, but that was in the early 90s. And a weird thing to point out, none of those actors age in those movies. Oh, what? Hank McCoy looks just like he did in the 60s during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and it's the 90s now, and he hasn't aged a day? Being a mutant also comes with being gorgeous. (laughs) And then within like uh, eight years, he's going to turn into uh, Kelsey Grammer? No, I guess there's maybe split <laughs> timelines there. It's a it's a strange world, the Fox X-Men movies. But I think there might be something to that, to that decade progression. Maybe like in this alternate reality, they just reached out and pulled someone and because he kind of aged through the decades at the same pace, he just kind of neatly fits. Like there's a nice uh, convergence point in the realities. That's fine. And so they're just like, they reached out and the first one to, to answer that call was just this, happened to be this Evan Peters Quicksilver. So where I'm going to land for right now I think there is some uh, malevolent entity that is at work, and that is, say it with me, everyone, Mephisto. Don't hate me! Don't hate me! (laughs) I think Evan Peters, Pietro, might be Mephisto with Wanda. And why do I think that? Because I think everything's Mephisto, one. But secondly, Mm. there's a couple clues here. He does say he wants to squeeze his stinking sister to death. You know, like it's not just a hug. It's an interesting choice of words. Kind of like devil in the details there. Let's just mark it down. It might come important later. I think you're being crazy. <laughs> hey, let me finish. When Wanda asks Pietro, he does not answer. He does not say, yeah, it's me. All he does, he gives this kind of confused like, huh? Huh? Like he doesn't answer the question. It kind of reminds me of when uh, Peter Parker asked Edith if Mysterio was dead. And she goes, all illusions are down. It's like, why not just answer the question? Just answer the question. <laughs> 
Maybe. Now, some people are saying you can see a faint red glow around uh, Quicksilver's hairline, maybe his jacket buttons when he first arrives. Folks, watch the whole episode. That red tinted glare is everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, it's guts. everywhere. Yeah. Especially in the scene where it. they find dead Sparky. It's like on their outlines. Yeah, they did something with a filter in post-production to just like up the reds. I don't think they had red lights on set doing all this. It really is just kind of in a spectrum glare. I think it's awesome that they did this. When Vision's at work, it's everywhere. It's beaming yeah. out. I also think it's like we're going to see more red as the world starts to fall apart. Because Vision's yeah. just recognizing that it's uh -huh. not real. I want to know why she can't control him, but we can talk about that in a second. There is another creepy visual clue, I think, in that moment that Pietro walks through the door. I'm not really sure it's there. I might have just been seeing things. I'm going to go more into that in the <laughs> breakdown if it is there. I okay. don't want to sound like a fool in case it's there. Okay, now. okay. Just just in case. Just in case. I watch the it. breakdown. Watch the breakdown. Uh, now, we have to assume that um, no one new has entered Westview. Uh, because S.W.O.R.D. has a perimeter set up. They're monitoring everything. So this version of Pietro especially if we assume Wanda did not expect him, must have been in the town the whole time, right? He must have been one of those, they mentioned like thousands of people, right? He must have been one of them uh, because I think it's clear that the kids were able to be manifested originally, but they came directly from Wanda herself, literally from her body. Um, mm -hmm. She didn't do that with Pietro. So Pietro must have been one of these other dudes hanging out in the shadows until this particular moment. I, we got to point out this episode definitely moved the ball forward on Agnes, right? Uh, Vision doesn't trust her around the kids. There's that creepy moment where the kids seemingly disappear. It's like she took the baby, like the witch in that Robert Eggers movie, The Witch. Like the baby's gone, you know? Um, there, She says that line, she's got a few tricks up her sleeve. Uh, she stops to take. Uh, uh, Wanda's getting more and more comfortable around her. She might have killed that dog, by the way. I think it was uh, Wanda that killed that dog. Of course, you Wanda love killed the Wanda dog. For everything. I love Wanda. You, you're gonna owe I an love apology her. to Wanda. At I the end love of this, her. Uh, Do not slam. Oh, how dare you! I saying, love I'm Wanda. Saying, you're happy to point I the fingers. Wanda, you're happy to side with Hayward. Don't you dare say that I'm on Hayward's side. <laughs> I wanted to go on record that I am not on that man's side. He is obviously okay. crazy. <laughs> I'm sure you heard we got another mention of Ralph. Agnes says that he sprays mm -hmm. lavender or squeezes lavender on her every night. Her high high libido. <laughs> Someone somewhere said that lavender is used to repel dark energy. I don't know about that. I feel like people mm -hmm. use everything to repel dark energy. Sage would be probably the go-to there, right? So I still think Ralph could be our missing person who I labeled M in a video we did this week. Uh, I think he is Agnes's partner. Whoever this is, Ralph is uh, tired of staying behind the scenes. And I think what mm -hmm. happened is he said... Uh, he kind of pulled a Thanos and said, fine, I'll do it myself. And he entered Wanda's home, posing as her brother, but they casted Evan Peters to show that there is something off about this Pietro. If it were Aaron Taylor Johnson, we would trust it too much. They wanted a Pietro whose face they could melt away into someone else or oh reveal God. to be playing someone else. Evan Peters could be playing one of these other uh, like dark horses. Yeah. Uh, and we do know from Evan Peters' work in American Horror Story, the guy can go dark. He can play devilish He's characters. He's got range. He can be creepy. Uh, and watch it when we go to a new decade. It's gonna be Ralph is gonna be revealed and it's gonna be Evan Peters playing Ralph. And it's just gonna be, we're gonna be like, what is going on? With just Ralph. Yeah. So I just don't know, Jessica. I don't think this is on par with Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian. I might be wrong. This might be maybe a very big deal to Elizabeth Olsen to have Evan Peters Quicksilver uh, cast in this series. <laughs> I think it is 
a pretty big deal. I just don't think it's that big. I think there's more could be. There's so much happening. Why add another big thing unless it's Magneto? Because that would make sense story wise. But like it's such unless 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 which we will get into the engineer that Monica Mm, is talking about referring to Reed Richards and it's someone playing a bit. We'll talk about it. I don't want to get too much into it. I want to save it. Yeah, uh, Before we get to these other questions, let's uh, thank some people who helped us make this episode, starting with our friends at Shudder. So Shudder is the streaming service with the best selection of horror, thriller, and supernatural movies, series, and originals from Hollywood favorites and cult classics to original series and critically acclaimed new genre films that you won't find anywhere else streaming uncut and commercial free right to your favorite devices. Stream the largest collection of human curated horror and thriller content for just $5.99 a month right on your Roku, your Xbox, your Apple TV, whatever else you have uh, so that you can watch some scary content. I really love that they have so many great foreign horror films like Go Overseas, mm-hmm. they'll scare you in whole new ways. Uh, like uh, Train to Busan. It's one of the best zombie movies of all time. They have tons of other great Korean, Japanese, and Italian horror classics as well. So get started streaming the best horror, thriller, and supernatural content. Show Shutter's expertly curated collection includes must-see titles like Color Out of Space, Host, The Mortuary Collections, plus all the best horror documentaries and the hit Creepshow TV series from executive producer Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead. Try Shutter free for 30 days. Go to Shutter.com and use the promo code WandaVision so they know that we sent Ooh. you. That's S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com and promo code WandaVision. I have Shutter, and they have another great movie called One Cut of the Dead, just as an FYI to anybody watching it. I, I have Shutter. I love, love my horror films. They're good yeah. to go. This episode was also sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed at bluechew.com. That's blue, like the color blue, and then chew, the thing that you do with your teeth. Uh, now, Blue Chew brings you the first <laughs> chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so that you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. And they're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. You don't have to leave the house. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code WANDAVISION. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code WANDAVISION to try it free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So be sure to use our promo code WandaVision at BlueChew.com. And lastly, we want to thank our friends at Stereo for sponsoring us. Uh, if you have more questions or theories that we're not getting to, we probably will get to them in our bonus Q&A segment only on Stereo. We see uh, about 1,100 of you uh, listening to us. This is so amazing. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this. So uh, right now, Jessica and I are live on Stereo as we record this. Stereo is a great app with uh, live social conversations live. It's kind of like a podcast that you can interact with in real time. New Rockstars has three weekly new shows on this app, including a this live Inside Marvel taping that we do every Friday. And after we've wrapped on the YouTube show, Jessica and I are going to answer your questions and hear your theories, but that's only on stereo. And if you missed it uh, this week, if you're watching us on YouTube, just join us every Friday at 8 a.m. live. Uh, you can also join us every Monday and Wednesday over on the stereo app for New Rockstars other shows, including New Rockstars 
Rockstars News with uh, me and Philip Molina on Wednesdays, and then our editor's show on Mondays. Uh, download the Stereo app and follow us at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. Click that link in the description. And again, that's Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. We're having a great time on Stereo. Follow New Rockstars and get notified every time we go live. All right, Jessica, we have Woo! actually a couple of stereo questions that we want to take. Do you guys think that Agnes straight up killed Sparky? It was I, really suspicious that she was holding his body. I don't think she straight up law and ordered it, but yeah. But isn't it possible that the drone strike that was sent in killed him and then she had to find uh... a way to explain why he was dead to the twins? Interesting. Yeah, so let's talk about what happened to Sparky here. Uh, Sparky uh, supposedly died, according to Agnes, by eating azaleas, which are, I guess, poisonous to dogs. Like, everything is poisonous to dogs. Yeah, I could eat azaleas and be fine. Sparky was, like, doomed from the start. Little poor guy, like, licked out an electrical socket, and that's how he got his name. There's a couple different uh, versions of this. This is similar to what happens in the uh, to Sparky in the comics. He eats a... Uh, Actually, I think uh, Viz, Vision's wife in that comic, gives him, lets him eat some like uh, a type of floral thing and then the dog eats it and he got it from the yard of Agatha Harkness. Mm. Um, but it's like a type of plant that lets you see the future by crying. Oh, azaleas. Got it. Azaleas. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just cry oh, after you, Azalea. You'll see the day you die. Some people are saying that Sparky might have killed himself. That, like, the moment Wiccan, or I guess we'll say Billy Kaplan, touched the food to his temple and said, speak, that was uh, him awakening the way Vision can awaken people by touching their temples. And that awoke the dog to be like, I need to be free from this hell. And then the dog committed suicide. <laughs> No, Which would be the horrible. Dog? I don't think that be, happened. Oh my, the dog says, I gotta get out of here. And starts eating azaleas till he dies. That'd be yeah. awful. That'd be horrific. So what do you think happened, Jessica? Do you think Agnes killed this dog? I told you it was Wanda, but you got you got defensive. So no, you, I, <laughs> I didn't think, get defensive. Okay, so yes, you did. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Wanda because not anything like I mean, she killed a dog, so I can't be like, not too bad, but like I think it was the learning situation of just like it's like as soon as the mailman walked by, he said, your mom will find him. Like, don't worry. Or like he won't get far with your mom. And it's just like, why wouldn't he get far because of my mom? And I think she intentionally like made him stop living. <laughs> and then that's when we're getting the story of like, that's why I also think it's like she's still doing this stuff deep, deep down because it could be her being like, oh, I have to piece together death for my kids, but also internally I'm arguing with myself about how I resurrected my husband. <laughs> I think Wanda's only in control of so much. Like, I think what we're okay. seeing, the reason she can't control Vision, yeah. the reason bad things happen is that she doesn't have total control over this reality. And that might just be she bit off more than she could chew, uh, trying to hold on to a thousand people, even if she was able to almost kill Thanos. Uh, I think that's a hard thing to do, to create like a fake reality and maintain it so everyone stays plugged in and happy and nothing bad happens. I think it's a hard thing to control. And I also think people are working against her here. And that's why I think Agnes did it. I, I think that's 
I mean, that that was my read the moment I saw her. Be like, mm-hmm. she was. Uh, it looked like she was trying to bury that dog. Yeah, it, she was trying to hide it a little bit. She was being yeah. very. Sus- She's being hella sus. If this was Among Us, like she would be the imposter for sure. I think this is a classic. Uh, and your little dog too. Like this is mm-hmm. a, a dog who is barking at the right person, and that witch is like, screw this dog. I want this dog dead. Oh yeah. What if Sparky was noticing something else, and that's when yeah. she was like, oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And just like, oh, I wrapped him in a blankie. Right. I think I think Sparky might have spotted Ralph, and then uh, oh, and then they, she yeah. knows that that kid Wiccan uh, was teaching him to speak, and was worried that this dog was going to start talking and spilling the beans. Okay, so yeah, that could absolutely be the case that the dog noticed something, the dog and then something. maybe that would mean like the reaction to like you can bring people back was more out of fear because she was like, oh, I killed this dog, and don't want you to know why I killed this <laughs> <Yeah>. dog. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she was like, oh, shit, please don't bring this thing back to the light. She's like, I got to hide the body. And she just runs off and goes to a, <laughs> a furnace. Ralph's calling me. No, he's not. <laughs> Trying to run with Ding the dong. dead dog in her blanket. <laughs> Your dog's right, uh, dead. Okay. Wanda the fuck. WTF is Wanda's history with Hayward because it's obviously yeah. uncomfortable. It's very uncomfy. Right. Yeah, okay, so let's, uh, so we got some confirmation that Wanda did steal Vision's corpse, and it looks like in that sword facility, they had him in pieces. It looks like Hayward's mission of nanotech, of robotics, that was true. They they were pulling that all from Vision's corpse for weaponization mm-hmm. purposes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. We were right <laughs> on that. We were right on that. We knew yeah. that's the sentient weapon they were making. And that's... That's why I'm so upset. That's why I'm so upset. When they were talking about his will, they were like, that goes uh, that goes against his will. He didn't want to be a weapon. I was like, he's not uh-huh. a weapon in there, but he was about to be a weapon out here. Yeah, Y'all you were, were totally going to turn him into a gun that someone at Sword was yeah, just going to pick up and start firing willy-nilly with no Absolutely, we're going to like use him as a weapon. Like, So uh-huh. they're going against his will, and that's why Wanda stole that corpse. Not only because she's in love with him, but be- <laughs> because she's in love with him, but also because uh-huh. it's like they were going to weaponize him. Yeah, I agree. And I think... Wanda not only knew that she and Hayward must have talked before, right? Because that standoff outside Westview, she called him Director Hayward. She knew who he was, so they must have talked at some point in Sword. Which again, I think he knows something about what she's trying to do. He knew what he was sending Monica to. I don't know why she's just not. I understand that she's in like the heat of the moment, but I just don't understand why she's just not being upfront. If I came out of that bubble, I would have been like, "Why would you give me the directions of Vision and then turn on me?" Like, who are you? Like, I would make it clear to everyone standing mm-hmm. outside that, like, he di- he has something to do with it. Unless unless who we saw outside Westview was not actually Wanda. Stop it. She, okay, I'm Mephisto not going to go there. That I'm drone. not going there. I'm, that I'm dr- not going to go Also, that, that like, I, we had so many theories of, like, this is Mephisto's outline coming out of this bubble. And I was like, watch it be Wanda. And it is Hey, as of this drone. week, when I we finally got a clear shot of that. In yeah, the most we got a clear trailer, shot. And by then, I was able to call a spade a spade and a Wanda a Wanda. <laughs> it is like oh, weird though, because this this scene was fascinating to see Elizabeth Olsen channel this kind of dark side of her because oh, uh, so it tells dark. us that she is a more active threat. Like she does want, she hates Sword, and I think that tells us mm-hmm. that she really just hates Hayward and Sword for doing to Vision what they were doing. I don't know if it means That's- she hates everyone in the world because as monica said you did bring me in to help deliver her babies so i think she's able to uh discern between um friendly and foe 
but I think uh, she did construct this as a home for herself. Uh, and she might be under a different kind of spell, or she might have made her own kind of deal with the devil to do it, but just not realizing what deal she made. Stop it. <laughs> I'm going <Stop> to, <laughs> even after it's not revealed to me Mephisto, I'm still yeah, going to say uh, Mephisto won the election. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I will be okay with that one, though. Yeah, I could see that. I think I honestly will probably end up going with that theory of just, yeah, she's upset with Sword. She walked in on them dissecting his body. But again, I have to ask, how did she know where to go? How did she know where the body was? How did she figure all this stuff out? Because it seems like she's doing this all on her own seemingly, which outside the bubble, when she found his body, she wasn't. Someone had to tell her where it was. Yeah, and it's not like uh, it was just in the aftermath of the Battle of uh, Avengers Endgame. It mm -hmm. had been recovered years earlier from Wakanda, which is fascinating, right? Why would Wakanda be okay with giving up this corpse? Because yeah. it's made of vibranium. Don't you think they would want to be like, no, this is our substance. We'll melt him down and turn him into a couple badass spears. Uh, That's you probably what Sword was doing. Sword was like, we own him, so... Yeah, he's government <laughs> property. He's U.S. government yeah. property. Yeah, I, I mean, to I, that is a fascinating question, Jessica. I want to know what Wanda's warpath was. She's kind of yeah. like the bride in Kill Bill. What was her list to get to yeah. this point? You know. Oh yeah, and also why? Oh, yeah. Well, I think that I think that's true. I think the government was like, "This is our body. We own it." Um, now that like Tony's, I don't know. They were like, now that nothing that he that invented this thing is still alive, like we own him. Because I was like. I bet Wakanda tried. Wakanda was like, we can keep him here. And Wanda was probably cool with that because she got to be with him. But Wanda doesn't get to be with his dead body while they dissect it. Um, so what was Monica's awkward reaction to hearing Captain Marvel's name? Okay, lots of theories on this one. Yeah, actually, we have a couple questions. Let's shout out the questions okay. who asked it. Yeah. Why does Monica just blow off Jimmy Woo's mention of Captain Marvel? <laughs> That's what my biggest question is. What's up with the beef between Monica and Captain Marvel? <laughs> Okay, so you guys beef. read it as a beef. It is a beef. She was like not a fan. Do you think maybe she blames uh, Carol Danvers for what happened to her mom, Maria Rambo? Absolutely. Well, I, I think it's two things. I think there could be two things. And I'll tell you one. I'll tell you both, actually. So okay. there's a possibility that, A, um, she only comes to see Nick Fury. She doesn't come to see her best friend. Like, and... As a daughter watching that and maybe seeing her mom be like, I wish she would come visit me. It's probably like spiteful. And then her mom's dying of cancer. And it's like, is she coming mm. to visit? Also, we don't know what was happening in between that time. What if she got cancer doing something with Carol Danvers? What if they were oh. like traveling yeah. or doing something and she was there, like, she, it didn't affect Captain Marvel, obviously. Like it wouldn't affect a normal human being. And so I think it's spite out of just like, she wasn't there for my mom. She was never yeah. there for my mom. And or she didn't save my mom. She could have saved my mom. And she, she did she could have saved my mom and she didn't. And so I think, and also it's like, yeah, she's been in that hospital room with her mom the entire time. And she's probably like, where the, f like, where the hell is Captain Marvel? Where's Carol? So I think it's out of just like, no, I don't want to talk about her. All right. Let's talk about this aerospace engineer. Was uh, Monica mm -hmm. mentioned? I know an aerospace engineer and we never saw who that was. Was it just that other drone pilot? No, I think you're right, Jessica. I think this was Reed Richards. I think uh, this was a setup. For, for the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I think Four. it's getting ready. Also, wasn't the Fantastic Four like in space at one point? Like that's how they're found. Is this going to be, is our Fantastic Four? Yeah. They go to space, they're on a space mission. They uh, get uh, trapped in the negative zone for a period of time and then they escape. And then now they have powers of stretchiness and invisibility, et cetera. Our Fantastic Four could be the origin. They could be the sword agents that got lost in space. It would be cool. I'll say that, uh, you know, now that I think of it, an aerospace engineer 
Uh, Reed Richards is so much more than an aerospace engineer. Yeah, he's everything. Uh, yes, he is a scientist. <laughs> everything. Uh, but the guy uh, came up with like you know interdimensional travel and stuff like that. Uh, he's not just a dude working for Boeing. <laughs> like he's an astronaut <laughs> no, himself. No offense to people working for Boeing in yeah. Seattle, Washington. This is not a Seattle slander page. <laughs> Seattle working for Boeing? Just a, I think aerospace engineers are cool. They they make cool stuff. If you're working at SpaceX, mm-hmm. good. Thank you for keeping us focused on the stars and, um, and technology. But that's that doesn't true. mean what you're freaking like, Mr. Fantastic. What if it's like Doctor Doom? that'd be kind of fun if it was or just was like, it just a deleted cool. scene was it just like a uh, friend's like hey i'm gonna hook you up with this drone and uh, yeah. uh this show has too much of monica rambo just piloting drones uh, well hayward's like uh, stop stop doing stuff he does not want her touching too many things uh-huh. uh so that's why they give her these drones um and possibly yeah. Doctor Doom. I, I guess it could be like it, there's so many engineers in Marvel. I was like, it could be like Hank Pym, but I don't know where he would. He he's probably busy during this. Well, like the the context of it was, she, she's like, I know a great aerospace engineer who can help us. Aerospace and the next scene, too. she has a specifically '80s drone, which that was one bit of logic that kind of confused me. This episode, like, I assume we did have drones in the '80s, but like, why would she think that Monica would just look at that and be like, "Oh, a military drone flying through a neighborhood"? Oh, well, it's the '80s version of it, so that's okay. No, of course well, she's going to see it. I think it was an '80s drone. I think it was like a drone from the '80s. I don't think they built it to look like an '80s drone because that's why the no, camera okay, was so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, but like, even still, it's a dumb plan to think like. Yeah. If you're, in a, very if you're in a neighborhood, if a military drone's flying through your neighborhood, it's loud as hell. Like, it's of course, huge. you're going to see it as a threat. Like, why would she think that would just be like, a, oh, yeah, no, it fits with the time period, mm. so it's okay. I thought she was going to come up with, like, a, a DeLorean or something. <laughs> side note, side note, just because you said DeLorean, I don't know why this made me think of it. So if Monica got her in, like, the older, older comics, where she got her powers from basically, like, beating a weapon and getting its powers when it exploded, what if that scene where she's driving, she's obviously driving that tank because she talked about how they need to make yeah. some sort of vehicle that... I can like do folk have like reverse photons and yeah, other she's language. Be driving I don't know. That thing. Yeah, that's like Rocks the Chernobyl thing. I think so. She's driving that in. What if when those two things crash because they built this thing with like weapon? Like I think that I think it's the shot that has the chemicals on the van. Maybe not, but like they made this machine to counteract Wanda. But what if her inside the machine just gets the powers that it's combining Ooh. Wanda's and the truck, and that's how we're gonna get Photon. That'd be dope. I, I would love to see uh, that kind of origin story. Uh, I just want it to be clear and decisive. I don't, I'm kind of done with like accidental power uh, acquisition. True. Um, it kind True. of, I it's not that. fun. Like it wasn't fun when Carol Danvers just got barfed uh, you know, radiation on her. I I just think it's better in stories. And this is a problem in a lot of comics, right? It's not just the MCU. I, I want it to be like an active choice that you make that leads to you getting powers. Well, that's the active choice is by the villains. Oh, yeah. You think they chose to get powers. And then the hero was bestowed upon them powers. Yeah. I just want it to be some kind of like extension of their character, at least. You know, it can be accidental, but I want it to be like justified where it's like, of course this person will get this kind of powers because they're always doing stuff like this. Well, yeah, every villain, Doc Ock, everybody. <laughs> but I get I get where you're coming from, but it wouldn't follow the hero's journey. And also yeah. one of their parents have to be dead. So that's true. She doesn't have a dead parent. Uh, She's uh, she needs she a mentor. Oh, hey, 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 guys. Ding, ding, ding. Monica has a dead parent. <laughs> 
That's heartbreak. So yeah, let us know who you think this engineer was. I think it might be a little too cute for it just to be Reed Richards. Um, I think that there's going to be, rather than just like, oh, remember that off-screen aerospace engineer they mentioned in episode five of WandaVision? What if that no. was Mr. Fantastic? No, I don't <laughs> think it's going to be that. I think it was just like yeah. weird writing, honestly, in that moment. There's just so much weird about what happened. They're going to reveal it. They're going to reveal it. And it's going to be John Krasinski. And your cameo mm -hmm. that's supposed to be really big, I'm going to be like, okay, it's John Krasinski. I won't complain <laughs> if that's the case. We got to check in with what the devil. Um, but do you think there's anything to this? Uh, I just want you to come at me, Jessica. Do you think I'm barking up the wrong sparky tree by saying Evan Peters could be... <sighs> Uh, Mephisto no, posing. Well, I think we both agreed on that at the very beginning. Like when we first like previewed this and for the first two episodes, or even a little bit uh, like Rogue Theories, we were like, oh, Evan Peters rumored to be in it. He's Mephisto. Like he has to be to torture Wanda. I get where it's coming from. But now that for my own being, I'm like, there's so much happening. There's so much happening. There is way I, more than I thought. So if it, if Mephisto's in that world, that means like Wanda's kind of a villain too, and then that means mm -hmm. Hayward's also kind of a villain. I just mm -hmm. think a, a lot of hand, a lot of hands in the pot, a lot of a lot of a lot of beats in the soup, and <laughs> that it. <laughs> I made that up. Uh, <laughs> I love it. A lot of beats in the soup, and I just feel like I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't have mentioned that like you can be brought back to life in that world, like and come out living, and it still be Mephisto. But I get where you're coming from. It was my theory mm. at the jump, too. It's just unraveling. It's like a fruit roll-up. I'm like, I'm seeing too much for it to be true anymore. Yeah. But that um, is me. That is me. I completely understand everyone else's argument that it could It's going to feel weird unless they do some other, uh, like, I mean, here's no. what we do know. We know Agnes is a witch. Um, and I think if we can just explore more of that character development of Agnes yes. as Agatha Harkness, Mephisto's kind of a package deal with Agatha Harkness yes. um, because as the witch, she worships Satan. Uh, and I think the, if, if it's just something like we see her in a seance at some point in a scene, uh, even if we don't hear she's talking to, if she's praying to someone that someone's Mephisto. Uh, now, will that mm -hmm. Mephisto be the one behind all this? We'll see. I mean, <laughs> at this point, uh, I, it's been kind of a joke that I've been having to double down on Mephisto. <laughs> I don't mind doing like, it. No, I'm, I'm jumping ship and you're like, well, we're still on this. I'll make I this promise. To be. I'll promise to you, Jessica, I'll promise to all of our viewers, I yeah. will not pretend like I never said it was going to be Mephisto. I will own up to it. <laughs> uh, you guys have okay. been on this journey with me. Sworn. You know what clues I've been seeing. Uh, and it's more than the clues. It's just the logic of why would you put Agatha Harkness in something if not you know, tie in that side of the of the Marvel world. Uh, I think if it doesn't happen here, it's going to happen eventually. It should happen. And these arguments that say Disney Plus would never feature Mephisto. Hey, I've made that same argument before, bucko. This episode, uh, it's so dark, dude. It's so watch dark. Watch Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus has you Satan Hocus in Pocus. it. PG movie on Disney Plus. Disney Plus is not in China. By the time it rolls out in China, we're gonna have eight other Marvel uh, Disney Plus shows that Chinese mm -hmm. audiences will be able to devour. They're not gonna care too much about WandaVision anywhere. Anyway, they'll just be like maybe archive content, uh, content that the censors allow through or not, and it's not gonna matter because we're gonna have things like Multiverse of Madness that define what the multiverse is. They're gonna need WandaVision. So I think it's totally possible that you can have content on Disney Plus 
Plus that is dark, that deals with Satan. There are episodes of The Simpsons that have Satan appear in it that you can watch on Disney Plus. Uh, I know that argument. I know how the Chinese film board works. You don't have to lecture me on, on Twitter because you can watch some video I made eight months ago where I lectured mm -hmm. you on it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, haven't you guys seen that? So Raven, <laughs> haven't you seen that? Yeah, so that's Raven? the Raven. Oh, the it's the future she can see. She is a sorcerer. It's, it's the future she can devil. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Stop! Shut up. <laughs> that's a good note. Don't see what you just did. <laughs> Well, that is it for this episode of Inside Marvel, our WandaVision after show of episode mm -hmm. five. We will be back next week to break down the biggest WTFs of episode six. Um, and we're going to continue oh, the show. Sorry. Actually, if you're on stereo right now, stick around because we are now going to take your questions. But if you missed that, be sure to join us next week live at 8 a.m. Pacific time. It's a really stereo is kind of like an after party for the after show. Uh, and you can download and follow mm -hmm. us on that free stereo app, stereo.com slash new rock stars to be part of the fun. Uh, and again, we are doing three weekly shows on the stereo app stereo.com slash new rock stars to join that conversation jess thanks for joining me every week it gets more and more fun i love uh yeah, going nerdy with you i love you calling me out of my bullshit uh it's <laughs> this is the best way you need to that talk about some, you need that sometimes I do. I do. I not you. Not you specifically. People. Everyone yeah. needs someone that calls them out. Uh, you can follow Jessica at Lulu underscore Clemens on Twitter. Just Lulu Clemens on other platforms. You can follow me at EA Yay. Boss. Follow New Rockstar. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we're going to close with our favorite moment of the episode. Ah!